Hey, this is Lena Matice, and I'm the Midlife Mommy. I'm a mother of three boys and one girl. I'm here to discuss weight loss and raising kids. I write the blog, Food is My Addiction. Please join me on my trek to reach my ultimate weight loss goals while finding my way as the Midlife Mommy. Hi, welcome back to the Midlife Mommy. This is episode 30, How Do We Treat Others? It's been a little bit since I've done a podcast and there's been a lot of things going on in my life that I just haven't felt like I wanted to do a podcast. But some things happened this summer that I want to share with you and try to start getting on some kind of routine of doing a podcast again. And I want to talk to you today about how do we treat other people. I want to start off by telling the story from the Bible about the Good Samaritan. This is in Luke chapter 10, and it starts with verse 30. And Jesus answering said, a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his remnant and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance there came down a certain priest that way, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And likewise a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion on him, and he went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine, and set him on his own beast, and brought him to an inn, and took care of him. And on the morrow when he departed, he took out two pence, and gave them to the host, and said unto him, Take care of him, and whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come again, I will repay thee. Which now of these three thinkest thou? was the neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves. And he said, He that shewed mercy on him. Then said Jesus unto him, Go and do likewise. How do we treat other people? I want to go into a little bit more in depth. You know, I know there's people that see the homeless on the street and they pull out some money and give it to them. I myself have bought food and given it to homeless people. But how do we treat the people that are in our lives? The next few episodes that I'm going to talk about will be talking about this. How do we treat other people? But today I want to talk about how do we treat the people closest to us? How do we treat our family members? How do we show love to them? How do we treat our friends? You know, there's a big epidemic in this world today about bullies. Parents are irritated by the bullies. You know, those are pretty obvious. If a kid picks on another kid, you know they're being a bully. One thing I've learned down at the school is sometimes my students don't realize what they're doing is being a bully. We say don't be a bully, but do they know what that means? 
But I want to talk a little bit more into our friendship with other people. How do we treat other people? At the beginning of the summer, I did some lessons and I was teaching some adult teachers. And at the I did five classes. And, you know, the first class is always a little bit of a struggle getting it started and getting comfortable with what you're doing. But by the last one, I felt pretty comfortable in what I was teaching. But some of the constructive criticism, well, I say constructive criticism, but really what is that? What is constructive criticism? To me, constructive criticism is helping somebody see where they can improve. So we receive this criticism at the end of those classes. And sometimes it's not criticism. Sometimes it's very helpful. But some of the things that I received, it really got me thinking about how we talk to people on an individual basis. So one of the things a person said was, I was nervous and disorganized. And really, I don't know any adult out there that would not be nervous the first time they stand up in front of adults. People could probably say that about some of my podcasts. She sounds nervous and doesn't feel comfortable doing that. Well, guess what? I was not comfortable doing a podcast. I did it because that's what I felt like I needed to do. Now that I've done it a few times, I feel a little more comfortable, but I'm still not as comfortable as I should be. So really, who as an adult would not be nervous standing up in front of a group of teachers for the first time? Was that constructive criticism? Was that person's feedback helpful to me? To me, no. I didn't think that was helpful. That was like attacking how I taught. What are some of the things that we say to people? Are we saying it to them to hurt them or to humble them? You know, maybe that was supposed to humble me. I don't know. I don't know if that's what that was meant for. But my first thought when I read that is I laughed and I said to myself, wow, that person's never taught in front of adults. And maybe they haven't, or maybe they have, and that's what they saw. Or maybe that's what they saw in themselves when they taught in front of adults. And so they thought they needed to try to help me. But were those words helpful? To me, no, they weren't. Now, another person gave feedback and they said, I really liked what you did here, but I really wish you would have talked more about this. And I don't remember the exact thing, but that was helpful feedback because they gave me something to learn. So whatever it was that they told me, that they wanted to learn more about, now I can go do research on that and I can find out about it. And then next year when I teach this class, guess what? I'm going to teach about that. That's helpful criticism. That's constructive criticism. 
when you praise them and then you give them something to work for. He retired now, but my boss was like that. He would come in and he would observe my classroom and he always found something that I could do better. But he didn't say it in a way as like, ooh, you're a terrible teacher and you need to do this and this and this better. Even when I was at my worst teaching, he would come in and say, I really like how you do this. And this is where you need to work. Is that what we do as a friend? Can we look at our friends and tell them, I love this, but maybe you need to work on this. And maybe not even in that way. You know, I've thought a lot about that, about my friends. And I have one friend who is so spectacular in telling me what she loves about the way I do things. I have other friends that do not. They criticize me in how I act or in things that I do. They don't give me a thing to work on. They just attack my character. Is that a true friend? I'm beginning to think it's not, that that's not a true friend. Because to me, a true friend can see the good in you and they can see the bad in you and yet they still love you. That's how it is with spouses. They can see the things that you do wrong, but yet they love you no matter what. That's the same with our children. Can you look at your child and see their faults and still love them? Can you guide them in becoming a better person without criticizing them? Constructive criticism is a huge thing. To me, constructive criticism is guiding them to be better, not saying hurtful things and not attacking their character. I knew a couple one time that the husband talked down on the wife saying things like, oh, she's bossy. Oh, she's wants everything her own way. Oh, she is a terrible person. He attacked her character. That to me is not constructive criticism. That is just being a bully. It's being mean. So when you're talking to people, How do you talk to them? Do you attack their character? Do you attack the things that they're not good at? Because guess what? Nine times out of 10, if you think that they're not good at something, they think that also. And that's not making them a better person. Now, if the husband would have said something Along the lines, like, instead of saying, ah, she just wants everything her own way. What if he came in and he said, hey, what if we look at it this way? I don't like the way you discipline kids. How about if we start disciplining kids this way? What if we do that? 
Or if you look at your spouse and you think he's a lazy bum and he's never going to have a good job and he's never going to help us with the family, he's going to be that way. He's going to act that way. But if you can look at your spouse and think, wow, he is a hard worker and I love him so much. And I want him to help around the house. How do you encourage that? Well, guess what? If he does one little thing, say he rinses his bowl out and he just sets it in the sink. Didn't he do just one step? He did. And what you do is you thank him for that. You thank him for the little thing. You thank him for the tiny thing that he did. Because if you're thanking him, you're not criticizing him. And you're not attacking his character. I'll say it again. I've said it before. Being grateful can save anything. If you want to save your marriage or if you want to save a friendship, you need to start being grateful. There is always something to be grateful for. Even if it's that your spouse makes you laugh. If you can say to yourself, oh my gosh, he is so funny. He just makes me laugh. If that's all you can be grateful for, then start there. We need to be good Samaritans to all the people in our lives, not just to the stranger down the street or the person that's on the side of the road. We need to find a way to be good Samaritans to everyone that is in our lives. I'm getting ready to start a new adventure in my life, and I'm a little bit afraid of it but I'm also excited about it. I have not become perfect by any means with my podcasts, but I'm working at it every day. My friend Christy Lee, who I've brought onto my podcast before, has had an idea to start a video blog about my weight loss journey. She is doing it with two other women also. And I have decided that I am going to step out on a limb and do the video blog for my weight loss journey. That will be happening every week. I will be recording those video blogs and posting them to my podcast for those people that don't watch videos. I'm excited and I'm nervous I am not perfect at either one of those. Doing a video is so out of my comfort zone, but I want you to know that I'm going to do the best I can and I'm going to learn to be better at it, just like I've tried to learn to be better at my podcasts. So starting this week, after I post this podcast, I will be posting the video that Christy and I did for our, the YouTube channel, Live Life Lean. 
and I will be sharing with you my journey on weight loss and being a mom and having kids all grown up. And I will talk about a little bit of everything because really weight loss is tied to this journey. Losing weight and everything that's going on in your life, they're all tied together, especially if you're an emotional eater. Join me on my next journey of living life lean and see where this new journey can take me in learning to balance life, family, food, and stress all in the one. I will talk to you next week.